Greetings everybody, Pendekar Hussein here and this is Martial Mentor episode 7. This episode is titled Determination of Spirit and the importance of making sure that your spirit is firm and ready to act when you're in the midst of a battle against a tough opponent. Now, I'm going to tell you a story about a, a person who was very famous in history. Um, in, I mean, every country has their own history and every people have their own history and military history. But I'm a Muslim, so I have a lot of uh, knowledge and I spend a lot of time reading about the history of my people and my nation. And I think everybody should do that. And everybody should be proud of who they are and who their ancestors were and what they accomplished. Sometimes we find things which are negative. Sometimes we find things which are positive. But that is who we are. And we should all respect each other and we should learn from one another. And we should definitely respect the ancestors who are before us, who brought us the traditions and the cultures and the things that we have today. And we should appreciate those things because people died for them and people bled for them. And those are what we call in Pinjak Silat, a pusaka. A pusaka is an heirloom that comes from our ancestors. And knowledge is one of those heirlooms. Our traditions are one of those heirlooms. Our weapons and our adat, our culture, is one of those heirlooms. So all those things are very valuable to us. So that being said, I will tell you the story of Jafar bin Abu Talib. And Jafar was one of the relatives of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And Jafar was also a very famous commander. Jafar was sent to fight against the Roman Empire. Now, those of you who don't know history, the, <laughs> the Roman Empire were the, were the dudes of the day. They were the USA of the day. And they controlled everything up to the Middle East. Now, the Roman Empire had their guys over there. This was the Eastern Roman Empire. And they were, in Western literature, later on, later on renamed as the Byzantine Empire. But actually, they were Romans. They referred to themselves as Romans. And the people of the area referred themselves to refer to them as Romans as well. So we will speak of them as the Roman Empire in the East. So he went to go and fight against the Roman Empire, basically. And there were basically two powers at that time. The Romans were one power on the western side. And on the eastern side, the, Ro the, um, the Iranians, which at that time were called the Persian Empire. And the Persian Empire was the other power on the other side. So Jafar went on this battle, and this was the Battle of Muta. And he went to the battlefronts as a commander. And he went to fight against the Romans. Now, when he fought against them, it was a very, very, very harsh battle, vicious, and people were massacred left and right all over the place. It was a very bloody battle. And it ended up that Jafar was mortally wounded. Now, even though he was mortally wounded, and this is the, this is the important part of the story, even though he was mortally wounded, and when they... When they found his body afterwards, they counted the amount of wounds that were on his body and it amounted to almost 70 different wounds that were on his body from slash marks, spears, stabs, all different types of, of, uh, of attacks. It was really quite crazy. So he must have really thrown himself into the thick of battle and tried his best in order to overcome the enemy. But the, the Roman Empire was uh, very powerful, had much more men, and he lost, they lost the battle. The Muslim army at that point lost the battle. And it's because of the ingenuity of Khalid ibn Walid, one of the most famous commanders in military history in any culture, he was one of the most famous. He is a kind of Arab Napoleon. 
and uh, he kind of saved the day and he made his way and the army's way out of there through trickery and deception and slickness he managed to get people out of there and get his guys out because they lost the battle so uh, back to the story of Jafar basically Jafar had gotten into the thick of the combat and he had taken multiple wounds and the famous part about the story is that Jafar had his arms cut off and when he had his arms cut off he actually tried to grab a weapon with the stump of his arms and continue fighting then he was cut in the leg and he still tried to get up and continue fighting until he was eventually cut in half by a Roman soldier who had literally split him in half with his blow and that's how Jafar's life was emptied it was ended now this story was recounted multiple times when the army went back to Medina Medina was the center of the government the Muslim government at that time and Jafar's story was renowned and very one of the most famous uh, stories in uh, in Muslim military history now the reason for that is not only because of the courage that he displayed during the battle but also the incredible tenacity and determination to fight against an enemy regardless of how strong the enemy is all the way until the end until you are killed now this is a very important thing and it's a lesson for all martial arts people because when it comes down to it you're training to win you're training to push yourself to the maximum potential that you could possibly go i always tell my students this you can go from zero to a hundred that's the way you got to go and you've got to slide up and down that scale of force sometimes it's non-lethal sometimes it's only verbal force sometimes it's lethal force but you're sliding through that scale of force and you just like a porsche cayman you can go from zero to a hundred in a split second because you have the skill and the mentality prepared from a long time ago in order to take you to that place when you get into the situation for it. So it is absolutely critical that you train yourself to be like that, to have that determination of spirit. Now, the next question is, how do you get that determination of spirit? And one of the best ways to do that in a modern context, in your regular training environment, is to make sure that you take your training as serious as you take the lives of the people who you are training for. If you consider your wife, your daughter, your child, your, your family member, your best friend, who is the one consequence of your loss, then you're going to force yourself all the time to train to the bitter end in every session that you have. You will never give up. You will never say surrender and you will never tell yourself it's enough. I can't do anymore because you're not doing it for yourself anymore. You're doing it for the people that you really love the most and the people that you care about the most. So in that kind of situation, with that kind of mentality, you're never going to say, okay, it's time to quit. You're going to push yourself even though you feel that you can't do it anymore. You will continue pushing yourself. So first of all is to have the right mindset when you go into your training. Your mindset is for real. Afterwards, kick back with your buddies, have a smoothie, relax and talk. But during the training time, push yourself and your teammates and the people around you who are training with you to the end and break each other's asses to make sure that you're getting the best maximum out of your training time. Otherwise, you're just literally killing time. That is the first thing is a mindset adjustment. The second thing is to make sure that you focus 100% on reality-based training. 
If you want to focus on sports, that's fine. Then train like a beast to win in the UFC because that's your goal. But if you're focused on training for reality situations, make sure that your training is adjusted accordingly so that you have the right kind of tactics, the right kind of tools that you're working with, the right type of of training equipment that you're working with for the environment that you want to work in. Otherwise, again, you are wasting your time. So this is a very simple method in in order to get yourself to that uh, place mentally where you need to go. And it, it's not like um, people always think to themselves, well, you, you know, you need to have a long time of training and you need to have some special combat this and special combat, special operations training here and there. Actually, no, you don't. Because the regular people remember that in the old days, the regular people that we read about that were amazing warriors of history, they didn't come from fancy backgrounds. Many of them were farmers. Believe it or not, many of them were farmers. Many of these people, they were farmers who became warriors because they had no choice. They were people who were regular average individuals like you, your friend, and everybody else around you who had no choice. When you look at the heroes of even modern times and you look at wars now where people have become very, very famous, whether you like them or hate them, Though a lot of them come from very, very simple backgrounds. If you look at their biographies, they come from very simple backgrounds. It's a mental decision that changes you, that makes you into what you are. It's not because you were a computer programmer before that you're not capable of ever doing anything hardcore and taking charge of a situation and winning in a combat, in a, in a, in a fight. It doesn't make any difference. It's a switch on of a mentality, nothing else. So once you mentally decide to do that, that's how you're going to be operating when you're in the thick of the battle. So you can train yourself in that by switching that on, mentally deciding to turn that on, and then training yourself for that as much as you can in your training sessions. So that's the way that you do it. And everybody, I think, has already read through the mindset training guide that I put into our membership library. I don't put those things there for fun. I put them because they're there from experience in order to help you to get better and to develop that mindset. It's not there just for show. So you should be taking the time to read those kind of things, to spend the time to develop your mindset and that determination of spirit that has made the warriors of the past so famous and so glorious and so successful in the battles that they fought. So... This is a bit of a short uh, message that I have for this week, but it's an important message. And I suggest that everybody and I and I urge everybody to spend the time to build your spirit as much as you spend the time to build your body. And that's my message for this week. And as usual, guys, I invite you all to hit me up on social media by email or however you wish, or even better, in our Telegram group. And I'm always on there. You can ask me any questions you wish, and I'm more than happy to answer you. Take care of yourself. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay tactical. Take care.